Hello and welcome to all of my too loud, too proud, too fat, too skinny, too black, too white, too in between, too emotional, too dramatic, too needy, problematic, difficult ass women. This show is for you. I'm your host, Annabelle Maya. Follow me on Instagram at Blonde Power Ranger. And if you're a difficult woman who would like to come on the show, feel free to say what's up. Hey, difficult women. Future Annabelle here. I just wanted to check in and say thank you so much to everybody who has listened, everybody who's shown their support. I really appreciate it, and I I can't thank you enough. In this episode, I'm interviewing Mia Lozada, a trans Latina woman who is a political candidate for the 3rd General Assembly District in Hartford, Connecticut. She is running for state representative, and she needs you to plug her Instagram, her Facebook, um, which the link will be in my bio. Um, And yeah, basically just get the word out because she's in the early stages of her candidacy. Uh, Mia and I went to high school together. We actually went to um, the Greater Hartford Performing Arts Academy where we did a show, which we'll talk about in this episode. Um, And she's just a really wonderful woman, and I I felt really lucky to talk to her, and uh, I hope you listen all the way through because she's very inspiring. One very quick note is uh, we talk about makeup in this episode, and we use a term called... uh, beating beating your face and I I re-listened to the episode and I just I just wanted to just make sure that people know you know when we're talking about beating your face we mean applying makeup which to some may be very obvious but just in case um yeah so thank you so much for listening and stay difficult Hello, my DWs. I am very excited today because I am here with Mia Lozada. Mia Lozada is a trans Latina woman, and she is running for state representative of Connecticut. Hi, Mia. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you, and thank you for coming because, like, you coming from the city to Connecticut, and welcome back to Connecticut. And we actually did a play together, which you just reminded me of, under the direction of Brian Jennings. Um, I think it was called... Anonymous? Yes, Anonymous. It was like an odyssey. Uh, Yeah, it was a very interesting story about an individual that's uh, trying to find himself or trying to find their identity and and go through all these crazy adventures. But um, yeah, it was a dope show. And Brian is a genius, as always. Brian cast me as a bird in that production. (laughs) It was a quick anecdote. He cast me as the... It was like, I, I got to be Cersei and then I got to be the bird. But when I, like, got the bird part, he's like, okay, great. He's like, so give us a little whistle. And I was like, oh, I, I can't whistle. Oh. And he was like, wait, what? Like, I just cast you, and this bird is supposed to whistle. So I ended up having to squawk for, like, the yeah. whole show. I was just, like, a squawking bird that couldn't whistle. Anyways, <laughs> so that was an interesting production. Um, Mia, I'm so happy to have you here today. We're Thank here you. at Real Artways, where Mia works as front of house staff. And you also, uh, you recently worked at Sephora as well as yes. a makeup artist. Wow, that is definitely one of those, you know, memories that you're taking out of the treasure box. But yes, <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no, it's, that's beautiful that you pointed that out because, you know, just going back. Yeah, I worked at Sephora. 
I think it was in 2013 or 14. Mm -hmm. And then from there, things changed and I took the opportunity to um, drop out of uh, uh, MCC for one semester. I just thought that type of college wasn't for me. Mm -hmm. So I decided to go to Marinello School, School of Beauty, which I study aesthetics and from there, yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. So you had a big switch. Did a you know you were going to like do that? Honestly, no. I didn't have any plans of becoming a skin expert or a skin person or to study skin in general. I As just... Esthetician? Esthetician, yeah. Okay. And I didn't even know what, it is, what an esthetician was until, you know, school kind of like got my interest of really studying the, the, the organ of our skin and mm -hmm. how it works. Because what inspired me as well to take the course was that I had bad acne. So I was very like insecure with myself and I thought to, you know, maybe this is a great opportunity to learn how I can prevent the condition of my skin and help someone else who's going through the same thing that I went through. Right. So, and I went and completed the six month uh, course. And then all of a sudden, Marinello fell into a scandal. So I finished. Oh, shit. Never got my diploma, but they got um, shut down, all of them throughout uh, the country, statewide, um, because of a financial aid scandal. So they were giving money away without, like, um, getting the official government um, information. You know, you have to go through um, FAFSA. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And I didn't have to go through that. Literally, I signed paperwork, made my mom um, put her information in, and then the lady um, that was in charge of registering me to um, attend the classes was like, oh, well, you're going to start school tomorrow. And literally, I was looking at her like, that's it? And so, um, and then also a scandal with student loans. So apparently they're coming after me, but I'm not. So you didn't get your diploma, but you know how to beat a face for the gods. Oh because my Because <laughs> your page. And I love uh -huh. to follow somebody's makeup page that's went to school, like that has an education because like I look at exactly what they're doing. Like I'm shit when it comes to shadows and like where that shit goes. And yeah, I, I've definitely stolen some of your makeup Aww, looks. I, I'm I really so happy have. to hear that. No, because I've, I'm just so happy that the makeup is coming together. Cause when I first started, I literally thought I looked cute to myself. And then when I exposed to the, you know, people out in society, yeah. like they're looking at me it? like, They'll come. The yeah. mm -hmm. So it, I, yeah, I'm happy to hear that. So I want to ask you, when did you first come out as a trans woman? So I, the year I can never forget the year. So I came out as trans in 2015. Basically, after I went through a breakup with my so ex. This was after high school. After after high school, I was in the middle of graduating, or I think after I graduated from Marinello. And then from there, I think um, it was like a huge transition, no mm -hmm. pun intended, but you know, <laughs> yeah. um, I can also, yeah, we can talk about like the reason why I came out as trans was that I knew deep inside that I wasn't happy. And the reason why I say that going back to Sephora years, I used to beat my face thinking that I was looking cute, but you know, I studied how to, you know, the girls, how they apply eyeshadow and contouring and this and that mm -hmm. and also buy makeup so it kind of inspired me to beat my own face you know at that time was like why not can't 
can a yeah. gay boy look cute to, right. to go so to work? So you identified as queer, gay in high school, in high, high school. school. Okay. Yeah, and even in high school, like I went through like a roller coaster. So like freshman year, I identify as cis. So mm -hmm. I didn't know what gay meant unless it was happy. Mm -hmm. um, I had an idea what gay meant because mm -hmm. I grew up in a very Catholic uh, household. Mm -hmm. So there will be like homophobic comments from my parents saying I don't want you to be next to him because he's gay or you know gay people like kind of give me the hippie-jeebies and I look at my mom I'm like wow but I always knew that I was attracted to the opposite of sex mm -hmm. because I obviously um was curious and I gave it a try and I just knew it was comfortable mm -hmm. so just growing up in that household I was really scared so in freshman year I identified myself like that because in case if teachers or any educators find out that I was different mm -hmm. and goes and reported to my parents then there was like so you lived in fear of somebody or people telling family yes absolutely That's because you know there are nowadays and it happens today like there are kids young kids that are getting kicked out just because they identify themselves as gay or they like the opposite gender you know and it's a shame so uh, unfortunately i had to hide it uh, my friend asked me if i was gay and i said no like you know quickly very defensive mm -hmm. so i i don't know that idea of that question that my best friend asked um stood inside of me and I that's where I started to discover mm -hmm. and being around LGBTQ uh, kids uh, freshman year and throughout senior like I really understand that you can actually be who you are in the arts academy so sophomore same thing then junior year I uh, somewhat came out bisexual and then senior year I was like F it I'm gay okay um and then after high school uh still was a, a, a you know a gay boy uh, I did drag for about two years and that helped me discover who Mia is right and I've heard that a lot actually that drag can be like a really good vehicle or catalyst for lack of a better word to with self-identity I've heard that before absolutely and I I'm all I'm all for it you know yes drag is an art form mm -hmm. and sometimes you know I don't want to confuse audience that if you want to do drag, it's not necessarily like you have to transition. You transition if you want to, but only if you feel that this is who you are. And the reason why I say that is my uh, former drag mother who taught me the art form and how to beat your face and how to fix your wigs and, you know, your clothing and stuff. She would tell me, oh, take your hair off or take your makeup off. I want to see the other person, meaning like the boy who who transformed right. himself mm -hmm. into the woman mm -hmm. at night, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like literally struggling to take off the wig, to take off the makeup because I felt so beautiful. Yeah. For the first time in my life, I was just like, wow, you're so gorgeous. Like, why can't I look like this every single day without going through judgment, you know, yeah. or having those stares from people like, yeah. is that a man or is that a woman? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I found myself through drag, and if it wasn't for that, I would have still, to this moment, still be struggling to find who I'm really supposed to um, be or meant to be, you know? So was it that moment, or was it a, another specific moment or day? With, I mean, I, I, I can't even fathom, but was there a day that you woke up and said, today's the day, I'm, I'm going to say it, either to myself or write it down or to my family? 
Um, yeah. Was there that moment for you? Yeah, definitely. Um, I just woke up, just normal, did my no- my usual routine, um, and then I remember we were moving because I, I live with my grandparents and I still do. And um, basically, they raised me, so I've gone through a lot of my childhood, but. Um, we were moving from one apartment to the other and it was around the corner and I literally was just thinking like I'm just gonna say it to my grandmother like I'm just gonna come out and see what she thinks because um, even before we moved from where we were on Park Street um, in Hartford my grandfather would be like oh you're not leaving the house as a woman right and I'm like no but what's the issue oh because I don't want you to leave the house looking like a woman you're a man you know and my grandma you love your grandfather i love him absolutely there are it's moments really hard to hear from somebody that yeah you when he said that i did go to the bathroom and i just try to compose myself like just be quiet shush because he has to understand that we're coming to an era that being gay being trans being whoever you are like it's okay you're human you know and so he comes from the older generation. So, mm-hmm. you know, makes sense for him to not really fully understand. And um, it did hurt to hear that from him, especially someone who raised me. Mm-hmm. Um, so at that point, I just said to myself, I'm not going to continue living in this household. And I can't truly be myself if I don't say something. And I told my grandmother and my grandmother had an idea, but uh, she just wanted she was just denying it. Mm-hmm. Not trying to believe it until that moment when we moved to the other apartment complex. Um, I told her, like, hey, um, I'm going to transition. I already made an appointment to take um, hormone therapy. Um, and whether you like it or not, I can sleep in the park tonight. I'll pack up all my things and you will never hear from me ever again. And she said, no, it's okay. Do what you got to do. But just be careful. And the reason why she says be careful because the fear of taking hormones and changing your body or developing breast or softening your face or anything beyond transitioning, there are side effects that she didn't want me to um, face, like as in going through pain or going through... Uh, so she really cared for you in a maternal sense. Yeah. How did that feel? Like, to, How did it feel to say it to her? Like, did you have a lump in your throat or were you just like... I was nervous because my grandmother is like my mom like going back with my grandfather like they both raised me because my mom was in and out of jail so she was incarcerated from 2003 when I was a little uh, kid all the way through 2010 she came out and then 2015 that same exact year she went back she turned herself in because of a things she was doing you know hustling to make money to feed her children and to provide for her children and i have this love and hate relationship because i've always wanted a mom that really just went to work and bust her butt instead of selling drugs on the streets when there's no life Mm -hmm. on the streets you know and it's sad to say that but it's reality you know people choose that path because it's easier for them to get what they want but um and that's what inspired me, but to really like raise awareness with that, mm-hmm. and also that um, for any other folk out, folks out there, you're not alone. But uh, 
I just told my grandmother, I'm like, listen, like, you're my mom, and I'm going to tell you. And so she said, yeah, just do what you got to do. But, you know, I will talk to your grandfather. I'll talk to him and, and let him know that. That must have felt like love. Yeah. I, I, that's, that's a lot of love. <laughs> that's really, that's yeah. really powerful. Wow. Yeah. Um, so I want to get to, uh, I know our time is limited. I want to get to the fact that you are running for state representative. Yes. I, I mean, this is just fucking insane. <laughs> Excuse my French. No, I love and, it. and you announced this last week. I announced it, yeah, I think last week. Okay. Uh, so as of May 24th, 2019, um, I just submitted my application to the um, the Elections Commission in Harvard, mm-hmm. a.k.a. the Sikh building right next to the Bushnell. Um, and so I was in the process of finding a treasurer, and I found her. Her name is Sneha. She's a, a person of color. I uh, love her. Um, and so I told the person in charge of, uh, who took my application. So that means that I can publicly announce that I'm running. Right. And she Mm -hmm. said, yeah, you could have been did that, but you know, I'm like, Oh my God. So basically, yeah, as of May 24th, I'm now a, um, uh, political candidate to run for my district, uh, district three in Hartford, which is Parkville and Frog Hollow. And so I'm early in the game, so the elections won't be till next year, 2020. But it's nice to build up the support and the base that I oh, need. Yeah. But um, I'm so ready for it. I'm ready for it because. Um, and how has like has your reception been? I mean, your grandparents, your I mean, your family, your friends. Like, are people just like over the moon oh for my you? Gosh. I mean, this is this is huge. Yeah, I mean, I was really surprised to see all the reactions. You know, a lot of folks that. I've been saying, I'm going to run for office. I'm going to run for office. And they just look at me like, you're crazy. And so when I made it official and like it's proof of evidence that I'm running, it was like the best feeling in the world. But um, I just can't wait for this journey to start very soon. So that way I can um, put those posters on the, you know, on the cafe window or like to put my picture like in the community to let them know who I am, that I'm coming yeah. And I'm coming for you as in, like, changes together. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, um, yeah. We talked about uh, this just a little bit earlier. I know that Ocasio is one of your big inspirations. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, do you want to talk about that a little bit? Absolutely. Um, so, I just discovered AOC when she was running for Congress. And I just thought to myself, who is she? Everyone's, like, hashtagging AOC, AOC. So when I looked at her and I saw all the videos, even before, she's a bartender. Like, that inspired me. Me too. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. like damn, like, if a congresswoman worked as a bartender, that means anyone in this country can run for office, no yeah. matter what background. Like, I said in my Facebook post, like, I may not have a political... Um, degree mm-hmm. um i'm you know learning about what it's like to be political and to be more involved but just because you some other folks have years of experience doesn't mean that someone like me who has less experience of rent um of politics activism work doesn't mean that i can't run for office so i looked at aoc as an, a motivation and an inspiration and a reminder that anyone in this country anybody in this world can do what they want to do to make a difference to make an impact but um but to also give back mm-hmm. so and you know with the representative that if you know because 
right now I'm so early in the game, so I'm not sure if the state rep that currently is in office who's serving for our district is going to um, seek for her re-election. But if she does, it will kind of be like an AOC kind of style because she defeated Joe Crawley, who was like this Democrat that served for the Bronx um, and the district okay. that he represented. And he's been there for like 30 years in that seat. So mm -hmm. if AOC took him out like that, why can't I do that to yeah. the person I'm running mm -hmm. against? <clears throat> yeah. You know, yeah. to yeah. set... An example that, you know, someone like me who's outspoken it really make an so impact. It's so exciting. Yes, yes. It's invigorating. Just, yes. I mean, I, I love it. I love it. And, and also, like, I got to say that, you know, you say, oh, I don't have a political degree. But you are, even just from talking to you, you know, our messaging, you are, I said this to, to my boyfriend, I said, you are just a very... Uh, well-spoken, articulate, professional-ass woman. Like, I, can, <laughs> Thank I just you. can tell, you know? Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you so much because I just want to make sure that I'm clear that we're going to do this together yeah. and, you know... Um, Girl, I've got your back. I've got you. your back. And, and and so could you tell our, our listeners what the next step would be if they want to support Mia? What can they do um, to help with that? So right now, since... Um, it's really early. I mean, it would be awesome just to have the support from the LGBTQ queer community. Mm -hmm. um, unfortunately, the votes, you know, it would have to come through the residents of District 3 who, are, right. who okay. lives in this um, area. But um, to really, like, just get my page or, like, my name. Publicity. Yeah, so you need build that exposure. Of course. Exactly. Right. Like, just expose Just me, like AOC, basically. yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, um, throw yeah. me into the deep end because I'm ready to really um, do the work. Yeah. But um, also um, let all the trans sisters and brothers mm -hmm. that if this is something that you've always wanted to do, remember, like, you're not alone. Yeah. I'm doing it now. And you're I'm, doing it, I'm yeah. I'm hoping that I can inspire and really make a difference in this world because... Right now, really going through so much me. corruption and, like, you know, people who are against the LGBTQ community, it's mm -hmm. just, like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. and we need more leaders that can be very outspoken to represent because mm -hmm. representation is important. Yeah. So that's why I'm running because my residents, uh, my neighbors who live in this area deserves the representation they need. Mm -hmm. um, I can, you know, say that they're upset and I feel them and I'm hoping that I can get their vote so that way we can you know get our hands dirty and start working on things that need to be changed yeah. um, one last question before we go I love your nails by the way oh Thank my you. god you're so good. <laughs> um, I just want to ask you generally you look amazing thank you how do you feel in your body right now today Oh my God, I feel so comfortable. I've never You're been. 24, I beg your pardon. 25. 25. Yes. Yeah. Thank okay. you. That's um, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, so I just came out of uh, top surgery a year ago. Mm -hmm. So having that and just being in the body that I am now and actually seeing the beauty and like the person I'm becoming, it feels so amazing. It feels like I am accomplishing a dream that I've always wanted to, uh, you know, make it into a reality. Mm -hmm. The support from my family, the support from my friends, you know, you're going to always lose friends here and there. But as long as they stick with you mm -hmm. and they show who they really are and they really support you, it just makes me love myself even more. Um, 
so being in the body that I am in now, like I've never been so comfortable in my life. I just can say, I'm gonna get up, I'm gonna put makeup on, I'm gonna do my hair, and I'm just gonna go out it's and. It's gonna be you. Yeah. yeah. So it feels amazing. Mia, I cannot thank you enough. I feel so privileged to even have that with you here today. I know you got a lot going on out there. I'm I know, I you like uh, This has been Difficult Women with Mia Lozada, and I will post more on how you can support Mia as she runs for a state representative. Thank you for listening today. Thank you so much, Mia. Thank you.